State of the Investor Address with Charles Savage. Investors, are you ready? You know, the market opportunity was to focus on the friction points that were stopping people from buying shares, and that's how Easy Equities was created. And interestingly, we see the same problem statement now in crypto, where 97% of South Africans and 97% of the world find it too complex, too intimidating. They are scared of losing their money. They're scared of losing their keys. There's a whole lot of friction that the crypto universe has failed to address. And so our vision for Easy Crypto is in the name. We want to make it easy and safe and fun and rewarding to own crypto assets so that we can open up that 97% and ensure that they all get an opportunity to own what is certainly going to be a much more meaningful part of the future of financial services. Welcome to Easy Desert, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications. Your cool guide to investing. Easy. <laughs> Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Does It podcast, your cool guide to investing with no jargon and no complications. My name is DJ At Large, and this is the State of the Investor Address with Charles Savage, CEO of Purple Group and Easy Equities. Charles, welcome back to the Easy Does It podcast, and thank you so much for your time. Thanks, man. What took you so long to bring me back? I thought I was the star of the show last time. You've taken forever to come back. You're definitely the, the star. I think things are a little bit different and interesting because a lot of our listeners of the podcast are not only Easy Equities customers, but they're shareholders as well. And many of them hold Purple Group shares such as myself. So this address is a little bit unique and we need to put it together because some of the questions come directly from our listeners and I'm hoping that you will give them a sneak peek inside Purple Group uh, Easy Equities. So are you ready for some of their questions are around. <laughs> all right so before we get into the state of the investor address uh, i've got a random money question for you charles if you could have a sneak peek at someone else's investment portfolio who would it be and why no great question uh, um give me a sec okay scott galloway uh, he uh, he's my favorite podcaster he runs a podcast called pivot and i love what his views are on the world around investing and uh, yeah love to see inside his portfolio one uh, question from one of our listeners is what's been your best and worst performing stock for 2021 look the good news is my best investment is also my biggest investment which is purple group ah. we had a spectacular year last year so good news is that was my best performing share my worst performing share last year sadly was robin hood mm. so robin hood as you know is a competitor of ours i bought their shares on ipo which was, I think, around $44, and the poor thing is trading at $10 now. So not a great investment. Fortunately, it wasn't a big investment. So worst performing was very small size. Are you still going to hold on to it, or have you decided to dump it? Yeah, listen, they're struggling around their growth mechanics, but I, I still think they've built an incredible user base and that they'll find ways to monetize that. And I think actually they're a potential acquisition target now at these prices. So... There's no point in selling them at 10. I've held them all the way down here. Let's keep them and see what happens. Ah, 100%. Talking about growth, Charles, um, last year was a massive year for Easy Equities. Uh, we hit the 1 million mark in terms of registered accounts. What's the target for the next 12 months? Another million. I mean, yeah, it took us seven years to get to a million. Why not 12 months to get to the next million? I mean, momentum's in our favor. We're adding about 60,000 accounts a month at current run rate. So, you know, we have to pick that up by about 50% to get to a million. But 
you know, what's stopping us? We, we've got all this momentum. Let's capitalize on it and let's target a million new uh, registrations in the next year. Talking about this momentum, you know, there's this enthusiasm, this excitement around investing. How do we keep that fire burning in terms of encouraging ordinary South Africans to become a part of this community? Yeah, what a great question and one that we really, we did a deep dive into it last year and the key is education. Hmm. So, you know, what we need to do is we need to enable more conversations in a fun, engaging and rewarding way that drives education forward faster. Now, this podcast is a great example of, you know, one such initiative, but I think we need to get serious about doing more and uh, really enable fun, engaging, exciting, rewarding educational platforms and programs that ignite the conversation and bring more people to investing. Charles, out of, out of curiosity, how many of our Easy Equities account holders actually own Purple Group uh, shares? I, do you know that number? Yes, this one gives me goosebumps every time I say it out loud. Like there are over 100,000 uh, retail investors on the Easy Equities platform that own Purple shares. You know, 100,000 doesn't sound like a big number, but it needs context. When we launched Easy Equities, the Purple Group had 1,800 retail shareholders. Seven years later, we've got over 100,000. And these are ordinary everyday South Africans like you and me who bought in at a share price a long way below where we are today. So I love it, man. So cool. And what's your message to these 100K Purple Group investors? What's your message to them? Firstly, thank you. You know, it's thanks to shareholders that we have the privilege to stand on these platforms and build this business. Without them, we wouldn't have the capital and the access and all of those things. And the second one is we're just getting started. You know, it's funny to hear me say that out loud, but you know, this has been seven years building Easy Equities. And in the life cycle of a good company, that's like chapter one. And so we've just written the introduction to our story. And, you know, that it, it stick along. Stay along. Not everything is going to go up in a straight line every day. We're not going to get everything right, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing this. And there's going to be a lot of reward for those that stick around. Uh, another question from one of our um, listeners is they recently saw you on the cover of a magazine on a motorbike. Uh, do you ride at all? I know you all about horses, uh, but do you ride motorbikes by any chance? <laughs> oh, my word. I tell you, that cover. Um I don't. I had a motorbike at university, mm-hmm. and and and, the, and I stopped riding motorbikes because I fell off it more often than I stayed on it. So no, yeah, that cover, that wow, that cover, yeah, <laughs> a bad, a bad version of Prince on the cover of Financial Man. <laughs> um, Charles, going back to you know some of the, the main business goals for this year, what would you say are the three main goals um, that you've set for the business this year? Yeah, and really there are only three goals. So you know it's not like it's the main goals. It's just we've got to be really focused on what we want to execute this year. The first is to continue to deliver our South African success and to accelerate that success and get better at converting clients, educating clients, growing our diversity of our customer base and the distribution channels that we operate on. So the first goal is make South Africa bigger, better, move faster. The second goal is to roll out more products and services. So over the last five years, we, we launched five. Over the next 12 months, we're going to launch five alone. So, you know, what we did over the last five years, we want to accelerate into 12 months. And that probably sounds quite ambitious, and I, you know, it is, but that's how we roll. And you know, maybe we don't launch five, we only launch three. But the second goal is launch more products and services, minimum three, max. Scariest for us is go and replicate what we've done in South Africa somewhere else. Go and build a meaningful business outside of South Africa and get very serious about doing that. And so, you know, if you summarize that, 
keep doing what you're doing in South Africa, just do it better, faster, and go and prove that you can win, you know, gold medals at the Olympics and not the Curry Cup back here at home. <laughs> Absolutely love that analogy. I want to touch on the second goal that you've set. You actually outlined it in a thread recently on Twitter, and you're talking about how in the next three years you want to launch more than 10 new product lines, but in the next 12 months you're looking at launching five. Can you give us a, a little bit of a taste of, of what's to come? A couple of weeks' time, we'll get Easy Crypto version 2. More coins, more access, better platform capability where you can you know, have a more choice of indices and more coins that you can purchase underlying. And that'll go live in the next couple of weeks. The second thing we'll launch is loans against your uh, shares. So what they call margin lending is the technical jargon, but essentially you'll be able to borrow up to 30% of your assets back from us. So if you've got a thousand Rand invested, you'll be able to take a loan out for 300 Rand and use that loan to buy more shares or other assets or whatever you like with that. And it'll go live second quarter of, of this uh, calendar year. And then the third is Easy Life. It's life insurance built for investors. You think there are attributes that investors have that are unique, that make them a better insurance risk. And life, it's the other side of your your assets, is your liabilities. And life insurance is there to insure you against your liabilities so that your dependents end up inheriting assets. So those are the three that are sort of guaranteed that we'll deliver in the next 12 months. And then the two, that aren't guaranteed, but we're working on already. The, the first is launching EasyFX, which is the ability to move your money more easily across the platform. So currently we just do US and Australia, but we want to add sterling and euro, and we want to make it a real-time service so your money can move as quickly as you know buying and selling shares. So a platform capability that is really focused on answering one question. What do I need to do to retire safely? And helping our investors do that. Charles, how do you make the decision of what to launch next? Is it primarily based on surveys with with customers? Is it people on Twitter? Is it internally where we're saying, Charles, we actually need this. This is what people are saying on the streets. How do we go about making that decision on on where to go next? Yeah, so firstly, I start internally with my team. What do they think? Then I reference that against our customers and say, listen, what do you want? And where there's a match between what what we think and what they think, then obviously that highlights what we should build. And then finally, we also talk to our shareholders and our partners to say, what are the things that you think we should do better and would help you in our partnership? And then in the combination of those things, we kind of distill it down to the opportunities where there are lots of ticks against the product. So customers want them, our staff want to do them, our partners want to see us execute them. Charles, where are we in terms of Easy Equities Australia? How's that that doing? Really, really poorly. Um, and, um, you know, it's, and the reason is simple. We went there one week before COVID started. We sent one individual, Bradley Kaplan, and you know the goal was to arrive in Australia and set up a business, hire a team, and get to doing business. And frankly, he's been locked in his flat for two years. You know, I was supposed to travel in for three, four months a year to support him. I've been unable to do that. It's been almost impossible to hire. So we sort of got off to a full start. We've got a couple of thousand customers, which is cool, but we haven't started marketing the business. And in fact, we haven't even set it up properly. So right now it's a one-man you know, office in Sydney, but over the next six months, we'll start, you know, COVID is starting to dissipate. We're seeing the world get back to business. Hopefully it stays that way. And if it does, we'll use the next six months to do the work we need to do, set up the infrastructure and then launch much more aggressively in the second half of the year.
yeah, I definitely see success. I think COVID played its role, but I think once there's more support, there's more people on the ground, there should definitely be an uptake. A, a question from one of our listeners, Charles, is, you know, will Easy Properties introduce properties from around the world in the future? So I think these are individuals that are like myself who've got a, maybe a property in, in Joburg, but, you know, I'd love to own something in New York, but the bucks are just not there. Uh, could we see a future like that? Yeah, me too, man. You know, I don't own any property outside of South Africa and would love to own property in the rest of the world. So yes, for sure, we'll see the first international listing this year, maybe two or three. I know the team have been working on it for a long time. You know, the, our regulatory environment in terms of exchange control and all that kind of stuff makes it a little bit more difficult, but those are just problems to solve and we'll solve them and we'll definitely list the first international property this year. Oh man, I'm definitely going to be a part of that one, no doubt about it. Um, earlier on, you mentioned something that got me so excited, um, Easy Crypto. Um, obviously, there's some major changes that are happening and now we're going to see some individual cryptocurrencies. What was driving the need for this? Were people saying, look, I want to actually just own a specific type of coin? Yeah, so, you know, less than 3% of the world has owned crypto, so which means that 97% of the world have never bought a crypto asset in their lives. So for us, the market opportunity actually looks exactly like Easy Equities did seven years ago. If you think about Easy Equities seven years ago, more than 97% of South Africans have ever owned a share. You know, the market opportunity was to focus on the friction points that were stopping people from buying shares, and that's how Easy Equities was created. And interestingly, we see the same problem statement now in crypto, where 97% of South Africans and 97% of the world find it too complex, too intimidating. They are scared of losing their money. They're scared of losing their keys. There's a whole lot of friction that the crypto universe has failed to address. And so our vision for Easy Crypto is in the name. We want to make it easy and safe and fun and rewarding to own crypto assets so that we can open up that 97% and ensure that they all get an opportunity to own what is certainly going to be a much more meaningful part of the future of financial services. 100%. And it's such an interesting one. I think there's so much interest in crypto and, and hopefully we can balance it out with the educational aspect um, of it as well. Charles, another random question that has absolutely nothing to do with the business, nothing to do with investing, but everything to do with the kind of music that you enjoy. Uh, when you're driving to wherever you're going, what, 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 what do you jam to? Gee, man, I, I actually listen to everything and anything. I'm a bit of a kind of, you know, 80s kind of guy mm -hmm. so you know 70s and 80s music which i remember that's how i learned to dance and my older sister taught me to dance to that kind of music so things like billy joel and uh, elton john i'm also a sucker for the music of today i've got three young kids and i i'm sort of forced to listen to what they listen to so uh, you know diverse music uh, taste so in my favorite band of all time in excess you know that's a product of the late 80s early 90s say so guns and roses right up there yeah, in excess, Guns N' Roses, those would be my two push forwards. Two push forwards. Absolutely love it. I'm loving some of these questions that come from some of our listeners. Back onto the business. Charles, during the last chat that we had around, um, you know, what was happening internally within Easy Equities, we sort of gave people a slice of what's to come. I'd like to get an update on some of the things that we had discussed and I'll sort of remind you on, on, on what we had mentioned. You had mentioned East Africa. I know it's something that is, is close to your heart. Where are we with that? You know, I've got a saying, which I think everyone in the company is sick of me, you know, we can have excuses or results and we've got to fix our excuses. So we'll definitely launch in Kenya this year. COVID is no longer an excuse for us. Uh, so 100% we'll launch this year. Uh, we're very excited by the market opportunity. We, When we launch, we'll have access to somewhere 
about 15 million customers uh, through partnership. So nice place to start. Uh, so yeah, really want to get off the ground in Kenya. It's about time. You know, we've been talking about it for two years and we've been doing very little, but we've got to get over that. There are lots of other people who are not using it as an excuse and entering the market, so we need to wake up. And, and I think our listeners in Kenya will be very happy at that type of news. Uh, another thing, Charles, that you mentioned, I know it's something you're very passionate about, is entrepreneurship. And you had mentioned how, you know, Easy Ventures um, is something that you're thinking about where we're allowing the community to invest in dynamic South African startups. Uh, where are we with that? Yeah, so we've done a lot of work finding the right partners for the business. And um, you know, I'm comfortable to say that we found the right partners. In fact, I'm ecstatic. I can't share who they are, but they're all very well-known South African names that, you know, well, when you talk ventures in South Africa, they're the kind of names that come to mind. So I'm very excited about that. Now that we found the right partners, it's about agreeing the business plan, business model, the funding, the shareholding, and then once you've agreed that, we then got to build this platform and capability. So, you know, we're really at ground zero, as in we found the partners. Now it's time to consummate the marriage and sign the agreements and then start building the platform. We would love to have launched it this year. I would still like to launch it this year, 2022. But, you know, you've listened to all the other things we've got to do. And, you know, those things have already got traction. They're already things that we are doing. So... I think it's probably realistic that we'll launch Easy Ventures in the first first quarter of next year. We have a bit of luck on our side and things go better than we expect. And who knows, maybe we launch it in the latter half of this year still. Easy, Easy Ventures, it's important to understand why we're doing it. Raising capital for entrepreneurs is a very, it's a huge friction for, and there are lots of good entrepreneurs in South Africa, and we want to make it really easy for them to raise capital, as long as they've done, you know, got good business plans and built solid products and all those kind of things. But the other component, because money is a, is not a scarce commodity anymore, you know, there are lots of people that will invest money in businesses. The thing that we can do that we think money can't do, can help them scale their businesses by introducing them to shareholders and customers and blurring the lines between shareholders and customers. Because if you think about the case study we've created in Easy Equities, why is this business growing so fast? And fundamentally, it's because our customers have fallen in love with the platform and become shareholders. And they take their shareholding seriously in helping us build this business together. And we think we can replicate that in Easy Ventures. And that's what makes us so excited about it. We create a platform that allows good businesses and good entrepreneurs to get capital, but also access customers who fall in love with their platforms and become shareholders. And I think the benefits even of that, Charles, we're living in a country with unemployment that has skyrocketed. So those types of businesses now have an, an added opportunity to even, you know, to scale up and, and, and to give employment to so many young South Africans. And and the other thing that I was thinking about as you were speaking is it almost feels like everything is coming full circle because an individual who is a listener of the podcast who is an Easy Equities customer who owns Purple Group shares could actually benefit from Easy Ventures. They might have a business themselves and they benefit from that type of platform. So it's such a beautiful thing where it's almost like a community with all these various opportunities that are coming up, which I absolutely love. It creates like a flywheel effect. You've got this platform with all of these customers. These customers become shareholders. These shareholders introduce more customers. Mm. Those customers become shareholders. And so this momentum just builds. And in the result, we're creating wealth wealth for the entrepreneurs but also wealth for the shareholders and it's such a long tail business in the sense that when i think about it i think about the impact it can have over a hundred years and our thesis is correct that good customers become shareholders and shareholders bring more customers 
and the answer is going to be easy equities. They did all of these things. They created easy ventures and they created easy properties and they created easy equities and whatever else we get to do. And that's really what I want all of us to be remembered for. I want us to be remembered 100 years from now for radically changing the fabric, financial fabric of South Africa. But we're not focused on what the impact is going to be tomorrow. It's what's the impact going to be 100 years from now. Mm, 100%. Uh, Charles, where are we with uh, European and UK shares? They're up and running on beta, so actually internally we, we're already trading them. There's some tech uh, that we need to enable, which is a couple of weeks of, of tech that uh, the guy, the dev team are on. So we will definitely launch it um, maybe still in March, but if not March, definitely April, European and UK shares. Wow, beautiful. And in terms of any new functionality on the app, will we be seeing anything new? I think the app is pretty cool as it is. I think there's so much that we can do on it, but with the, can we expect any new functionality? Yeah, as of April, we, we've got a quite a big upgrade on how the Easy Equities platform connects to other platforms. So, for example, Easy Properties will be represented much better within from capability. And then there's always UX updates and small functionality tweaks that are going live on the platform literally every week. So, but nothing big planned for the next couple of months other than new products. And I know um, last year we, we had script lending, we were testing it out, we made quite a lot of errors and, and now we're sort of trying to fix it. Where are we with the script lending? It'll go live with easy lending. So with uh, loans against your portfolio, you'll be able to turn on loans, but also be able to turn on lending, script lending if you want it. Charles, from us, that is the state of the investor address. Is there anything else that's on your mind? Anything else that you want to share with some of our listeners? I think just keep the feedback coming, everyone. Like we really love the engagement we're getting through social media or other channels. You know, tell us what's missing and how we can improve the service. And we're listening. Um, this is a big year for us. You know, our seven-year plan, what was a five-year plan back seven years ago, was to take the share price from 25 cents to two rand. You know, our next plan is to take the share price from two rand fifty to twenty rand. We really want to understand what you need us to do to accelerate that growth. Absolutely, Charles. Thank you so much for your time. State of the investor address, giving us a sneak peek inside a purple group and easy equities. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Desert podcast. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities. Easy Equities.